0: ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers for and one welcome in to episode 177 you know the vibes of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful tuesday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar december the 7th in the year 2021 now It is also a day that uh, bears a lot of mentioning, and not uh, because of a reason some of you might think that I'm going to mention. It is the day that Pearl Harbor was bombed, and the day that World War II unofficially started. So a day that I always like to remember, and one of these here days... Damn it! I'm gonna get out to Honolulu and I'm gonna see the changing of the recent. and I'm gonna watch the whole thing and I am going to be patriotic. But that's neither here nor there. Just wanted to pay my respects. What is here and now is today's show. But before we get into all of that, please take a few moments. Two. Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the ttl pod on if you're watching on youtube you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, make sure you hit that like button or that follow button there in addition so you never miss any of our content on those bad boys either. But if you are listening to the pod, we can't uh, tell you how much we appreciate you guys too. We never forget about you uh, on your favorite podcast directory. Make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't uh, already. Make sure uh, you do because we do release the audio of every live show after that show is complete. Next item up on the docket, if you can be so kind. You can find it in your hearts to do so. You got a couple extra seconds while you're watching today's show. Go ahead. Hey, hit that like button. Leave us a comment. Leave us a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. Maybe hit that share button too. Send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you call a good old-fashioned degenerate and they like cash and tickets because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do all of those things because it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the talkingtheline.com website, all of the TTL Crew social platforms, and our additional content, so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people, joining us for episode number 177, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping and apparently in the middle of a fucking construction zone, host Colton, Cap'n Coltsaroka. And I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by on this absolutely beautiful Tuesday of bets. Now, without further ado, I'm not going to waste any more time. I gotta bring in the second man of the hour. The man who graces not only me, but all of you out there with his presence every Monday through Friday. Right here, right now, to my left. He may sit in a box, but he also sits in all of our hearts. You know him, my friends, as the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend, and oh, I cannot ever forget to give it credit where credit is due, the TTL's resident South Sider and and Head faithful himself, Mr. Riley, R-Max, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal?
1: My man, I am doing fantastic. You mentioned it. It is a uh, Pearl Harbor day. You nailed the uh, the respects there. But it is also, uh, if you did not mention it, the 26th journey around the sun of that you have made my friend i don't know what i'm trying to say over here 26th birthday happy birthday to you i appreciate you we all appreciate you everybody hopes it's a great one give the man some respect if you see him uh, yeah, in person which i doubt uh because he's uh obviously uh you know hold up a little bit but or if you see him on the bird app give him some yeah. shout outs we appreciate you my man but nonetheless uh you know it you mentioned cheese head i'll uh, i'll spare you for the day as because it is bear packer week but i'll spare you for the day as far as any jabs are thank concerned you. and i'll be back yeah. at you tomorrow as the day gets closer so you know you can thank me now or later that's all right but
0: i'll thank hey you man. now <laughs> i'll thank you now i'd like to spend my uh one day on the entire calendar not worried about the stupid chicago bears of the 2021 regular season uh hey appreciate the hell out of you too you know i don't make a big thing out of the old uh the old B-Day, just another day on the calendar for me. But yeah, 26 lap around the sun, dude. Uh, did not imagine this is where I would be sitting on uh, lap 26. Uh, but I am more than honored, humbled, grateful, everything in between to be able to do this for you guys every single day. And hey, on my 26th birthday, why the fuck not to? Let's get after it, baby. Um, outside of that, you didn't tell us what the hell's going on on uh, your are into the Windy City there, pal.
1: Not too much. It's uh, getting to the, uh, you know, finally to the time where it's actually uh, pretty bitter freezing cold and pretty damn unpleasant to go outside. Uh, but other than that, I'm, uh, you know, I'm toasty in my nice little apartment over here. So
0: I got nothing crazy to complain about over here. Same here. 100%. We got heat. There's something to be grateful for. If you're being a, a, a negative Nancy today, be grateful that you got heat at the old Haas, okay? Be grateful for that. Um, it's about that time, partner, when you walk outside, you know. You go from whatever building you're located into to wherever said vehicular devices yeah. that motors you around wherever said city you live in. Mm-hmm. And that time from building to vehicular device, it's around that time of the year when you run to and it's damn, 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 shit, fuck, damn, 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 shit, fuck, damn, damn, damn. damn yep. And you get to the car... And the car somehow is about a hundred times worse. When you think an an covering, a an enclosure would be better than out in the elements, if you will. So then that damn, damn, damn. Oh man, this sucks. Turns into fuck, 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 fuck. Come on, come on, come on, heat, come on, heat. And it is just the worst time of the year. If you don't know, you don't know me personally. I used to work at the old Enterprise Rent Car, and used to get in a lot of cold cars this time of the year. Boy, this was. One of the times of the years that we dreaded for sure. But, hey, that's not either here nor there. We're not talking about the old green machine. Cars? Shout out, green machine, though. <laughs> uh, some great people that I got to meet. They're fans of the show, actually, too. But at the end of the day, we're here for the damn TTL pod. Outside of all these formalities that have started here today. Mao Meow. Meow. Before we uh, get into now. <laughs> before we get into a uh, absolutely loaded show on tap here today, uh, we're gonna dive into uh, yesterday's best bets of the day. You know we're a full transparency show, so we will always recap them for you. Uh, so with all the festivities going on, forgot to share the old screen over here. So just one second, beautiful people. All right, here we go. First time live on your screen, uh, the TTL crew's best bets from December the sixth in the year two thousand twenty. One. Forgot we were a little uh, over that bad boy. Either way, there you go. There you have it. Uh, oh, Armag. This one, my bad. Oh, <laughs> good. Armag. Solid day for the boy over there. Two and one. Cast the under with ease and cast the pats with ease. Added did I? Uh, Pistons. Little unlucky there. With but how you feeling a- overall?
1: Whiffed on some injury news as far as the Pistons. I don't know if that mm. still would have been a winner if uh, if not, because uh, a lot of my analysis was that, was that SGA was out. He was yeah. not out, uh, and the, uh, the old Thunder got that one done outright. So that was a whiff on my part. But as far as the NFL, uh, after a rough Sunday, got my licks back, so I'm feeling pretty damn decent about that one, my man.
0: Absolutely, my guy. Uh, I guess I won as well. Thank goodness for the Pats. Uh, allowed me to go 500 on the day. Uh, went 3-0 and on Sunday and then a little uh, 1-3 day in college basketball there. So a uh, little something to think about uh, looking at New Mexico State in the future. Maybe a team that we don't need to back that heavy with that much chalk. San Jose State. Really might not be those guys, pal. I still don't think Pepperdine is those guys, pal. Say. But That
1: might help us eh. with uh, fading some Pepperdine action coming up. Most
0: definitely. Most definitely. I think so, too, because I think they're going to now be extremely overvalued yeah. that they got that win and cover. Uh, Moneyline dice roll, the sea cracking in the crack house. Uh, Big loss. Big loss. Not good at the crack house. But I tell you what. The monday madness parlay was even fucking uglier my friend Ugh. uh mercer easy money grizzlies easy money hornets e z money partner anaheim ducks are we fucking hockey sharps e z money or we might even hey 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 one time is a is is a coincidence sure two times is a is a little something something some we're up to something over here three times is a damn trend partner we're three and zero oh on this trend are Dare we bring it four times to the show to see if we continue on this run of glory? I think so. Who's to we continue? yes? We continue to, <laughs> we continue to uh, lace up the ice, or yeah. the ice hockey skates tonight. But you just wait for that because we didn't cash the damn thing overall. Stupid T-Wolves. Uh, their games were always sweaty. That's why we didn't play the spread in their doggone money line. They couldn't come all the way back. No. I, that first quarter really, really worried me. I didn't know if they would be able to overcome that. The Hawks have been terrible on the road all year long, and I think they will continue to be, and they'll be really solid at home. But uh, the fact that it costed us some Monday Madness, son of a bitch. Um, actually, good time for a PSA here. Now, yeah. as per usual, we are a full transparency show. We share our winners. We share our losers. No question about it. We always like to tell you, too, the one key thing. Now, we are all in this racket to make a little bit of money. We're all in this racket to have some fun, but... It's all about money management. It's all about being smart. Now you see Mags had a bad Sunday. He's back on Monday. Everything good. I had a great Sunday, mediocre Monday. Everything's still good. We keep it moving. We keep it grooving. We play all of our, our straight plays that we give out at one full unit. Whatever our full unit is, maybe it's $50 for me one day. Maybe I kick it up to $100 the next day. Maybe I drop it down to $25 if my bankroll's not there. Whatever the case might be, Mags might be totally different. You might be $250, $500, $1,000. You might be $10. You might be $2.50, $5, $10. It doesn't matter. Pick that unit, play our straight plays. I promise you over a long term with us, we've proven to be profitable and be able to turn a profit. So that's one thing I always like to stay, say, stick to our straight plays, one unit each. And then I wouldn't say more than over a quarter of that unit on the special plays. Sure. They're great to cash. Yeah. It would be nice to put a full unit on that son of a bitch hit, but you put a full unit on that You just tossed a full unit out of the window when we just hit four out of five instead of you could have just tossed a little quarter unit out the window. That would have been just extra bankroll builder, but we still had a positive night going, um, going overall three, three and three, but we ended up still going positive. So you still made money either way or broke even if you did pretty much the exact amount for the Monday Madness Parlay. So what I'm trying to say is just manage your money, be smart, we uh hey, we always we, we hit a we hit a parlay here and there, you know. We try and get a little bit hotter than we have, but we've been so yeah, unlucky in these situations. Goodness. So so I always like to say that. Uh quick little opportunity for a PSA. But partner, come on back in here. What do you gotta say?
1: If I could add to that as far as Please. yeah, like parlays, A don't I mean the expert advice is yeah, really limit yourself on parlays. But like you just said, don't put a full unit down and I and I fell victim to it for a long time. Where that return dollar, when you're setting it in, it's like I'm only gonna make fifty bucks. I want five hundred bucks, and I get it, I do. But you don't also don't realize how nice it still feels to hit one of those, and it doesn't have to be five hundred dollars. It can be that fifty dollars if you're a low volume better, and you're gonna see that in your bankroll. And you're like, damn, that feels really fucking nice. Like who cares that I didn't hit five hundred dollars? Obviously, that'd be amazing. But the losses that you will take from those. Is gonna if you are putting full units down is gonna hurt so much worse than when you actually, you know, once every once in a while hit those. So when you get those small units, man, it still feels really nice. But like you said, my man, bankroll management when you do lose those. So big time, very key advice. Glad you uh, dropped that down today.
0: Hundred percent. Big reason why we're uh, able to keep doing what we're doing, man. And uh, it's it's you know it's a key part of this yeah. whole. Uh, so sports gambling thing. There's a lot of key parts to it, but it's a very key part. And uh, if you haven't watched Wise Words, shameless free plug, uh, our other show every single Wednesday, you can find it at TalkingTheLine.com slash wise-words-podcast. You'll hear almost every single one of our guests talk about how important money management is to becoming a successful sports gambler. And it's no bullshit. So just always like to give a quick PSA here and there. Well, that's not the only reason why you guys came here. You guys came here for an absolutely loaded show. What do we got on tap? We got our mag's best bets. He's got three coming at you. He's got two college basketball, one NBA. I got four best bets coming at you. Grand total of seven between all of us. All four of mine are College basketball. We then have today's two for Tuesday parlay. You saw the title; it takes two for the tango, my friends. Partner. Charleston Cougars. Oh yes. What
1: are the, oh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but what are those odds on that two for Tuesday? Baby? Oh well,
0: no, we're not. No, 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 no. We're not, don't cut me off. Okay. We're not. We're okay. not dropping that oh. yet. We're not okay. dropping oh, that bad. yet, my, my friend. My no, 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 no. <laughs> two for Tuesday. We're, ta- we're we're talking about a little little Charleston Cougars versus Tulane Green Wave, and then maybe a little Montreal Canadiens versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. But who knows what side we're gonna take? Who knows what, where we're leaning, what we're going. Who knows what those odds are that my partner did mention. Maybe they are really good. Maybe they are really favorable. Maybe it screams, if this doesn't make it to the damn pay window, maybe we take a day off of special plays. I don't know. What I do know is it's the third segment of the day, and you're just going to have to fucking stick around, pal. Fourth segment of the day, not really a segment, kind of 3.5 or 3.75, if you will. Uh, The TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day recapped all on your screen. Time for you to rip out your sports books, hammer them all in, help us bankrupt these books one play at a time. Then we'll get into the... Official fourth segment of the day, the Moneyline Dice Roll. That'll uh, segue us into the second half of the show. Not going to tell you the matchup. you got to stick around for that one as well. Second half of the show, we'll have max Sidebar. A little bit of back-and-forth banter from yours truly and the guy over there. We'll also have uh, some of our usual daily leans. And then uh, we'll have some also TTL announcements, a couple key things. A uh, new episode of Wise Words dropping tomorrow, so we'll talk about that. A couple other things there. And then last but certainly not least, My Motivation Minutes, last segment of the day. Little message on uh, being like a pencil. What do you think about that? Okay. Yeah. So uh, today's message entitled, okay. Be Like a Pencil. And uh, I'll let you spin and saunter and go back and forth on that as much as you will for the next hour, hour and 15 or so. But for now, partner, unless you have anything else, yes or no? Oh, no. No, no, sorry. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> I left you kind of hanging there, my friend. I'm all good. Apologize. Cut all the nonsense, quit all the drama, and stop the banter. You could go to every other sports media outlet and get you come to the TTL pod for the stone-cold locks, picks, insights, and analysis, and diving into a few rabbit holes from time to time, but most importantly, run in tickets to the pay window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, if you got any questions about a game you don't hear being broke down over the course of the next few segments, go ahead, drop it in the comments. We'll answer them live on the show. You've seen it scrolling in the ticker, but now it is time to change the ticker because it's time for the first segment of the day. Our mags, best bets of the day. Now, as always, don't you think I forgot? I took a couple sips pre-cheers pre, uh, pre cheers here, so I do apologize, my friends, but to me, to you over there, partner, to all you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Tuesday of bets, December the 7th, 2021, take your sip, and once we all do, partner, hey, you have the floor.
1: I appreciate you, my man. How's that uh, birthday coffee treating you? Oh, it's fucking morning, good. Dude?
0: It's good. It's good. All righty, I'll kick
1: things off here oh, in college basketball. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I'll kick things off in college ah. basketball. Uh, We are not lining up on any plays today, but I've got two college basketball, one NBA. I'll kick it off with college basketball. Going to a Big Ten matchup. Shocker. I'm sure you're shocked. Uh, Nebraska and Michigan. Uh, this one is in Nebraska. I am taking the Cornhuskers. I know I took them on Saturday, but I'm taking them again, plus the 7.5 here at home against Michigan, uh, their conference home opener. I got a lot of trends in this one, partner, and I know uh, they blew an 11.5 spread on Saturday at Indiana. A, I think they're going to be a lot better at home, but they're also in that game for 37 minutes of that game against Indiana and some momentum and energy and fouling. Led them to lose that game uh, by as many as they did against the Hoosiers. So I think this seven and a half spread is kind of indicative that uh, they're not as uh, they're not that team that's going to lose by 13 points every single game. They're going to hang in, and especially here at home, partner four and one ATS last five as a home dog. Has not happened this year yet, so that is a lot of last year. But once again, like last year, I think they're going to be a very similar team as far as taking care of business or at least keep, uh, keeping things close here at home. And this Michigan team has been fairly inconsistent this year. And a lot of times they've looked really solid. Other times they've looked, uh, you know, not the team that we expect them to be. And I think that's kind of what we're going to see tonight. Michigan 1-4, ATS last five following a straight-up win. They had a nice win this past weekend against San Diego State now uh coming off of that one and four ats last five after those straight ups and then uh last thing for me as far as trend for nebraska seven and two last nine following an ats loss so they've been favored a lot this year and they haven't been able to cover those favorite numbers now you put them in a favorite or in a dog spot and obviously Again, on the road, they didn't take care of it, so I probably will stay away from them a little more on the road. But at home, over 7 points. I really like this one a lot, partner. Uh, was moving around a little bit right now. It does look like it's down to plus 7. I'd be a little tentative beyond that. I think 7 is a great number for these guys today. So give me 7.5. More than comfortable if you can get them at plus 7. But give me the corn huskers at home to take care of business, partner.
0: So solid as a home dog. I didn't see that. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not too keen on jumping into the Big Ten after we got kind of burned uh, before. And, and I know you're the Big Ten homer. Everybody knows you're the resident Big, Big Ten homer. So it is obvious that you would need to make a play here today uh, since we weren't able to on Illinois and Iowa. And we both would have hammered Illinois. I actually did on some of our tracking apps, even though I couldn't plus two and a half because I liked it so much for anybody who listens out there that's not in Illinois that can actually play it, damn it um but yeah a couple of things that worried me just a little bit uh obviously not the biggest thing in the world but you know how i am with tuesdays i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. nebraska Mm -hmm. one and four ats last five tuesdays so a little bit worrying there and then um help me out with this one counteract this one for me michigan has just had nebraska's number in the past few seasons here five and oh ats last five overall is that just kind of uh, kind of old school trend, as I like to say? Sometimes old school trend.
1: You- Nebraska, it's uh, Nebraska. The last few years, Fred Hoyberg's still kind of getting into his own. You know, mm. he hasn't been in Nebraska too long since he left the Bulls. If I'm being sure. totally honest, so sure. now that he's starting to get his continuity as far as his guys uh, that he has recruited, as opposed to uh, I'm blanking on who their old coach, I can picture his face, but as opposed to his uh, players, mm. I think we start to see that uh, that at least
0: ATS that uh, that trend start to die
1: here, starting tonight, in my opinion.
0: Okay, well, hey, there you go. Put you on the spot, and you got your fucking answer. All right, I absolutely love it, my friend. Uh, if you guys do as well, I'm going to take a back seat on this one, but I do like where your head's at, and I do like uh, that uh, last final argument there, partner. So, partner's first best bet of the day, the legendary Riley R. Mags Magnuson, is taking the Nebraska Cornhuskers Huskers plus seven. Partner, if you could be so kind, there's college basketball number one. What are you doing for college basketball play number two?
1: All right, partner, I'm laying a decent sized number with a favorite in this one going to another big one Villanova and Syracuse Syracuse my friend is a giant big old fat stinky public dog tonight Uh, I'm taking the Nova Wildcats minus eight and a half in this one and folks a I said first of all the public dog for uh, For Syracuse looks like right around 80 to 90 percent of money Coming in on a Syracuse spread, and they haven't moved this line more than uh, more than a half point here. It's been sticking right around eight and a half. But, partner, what I like beyond that type of movement um, is that this is just an absolute death matchup for Syracuse's zone defense that they are so patent for. This Villanova offense is going to torch Syracuse's defense all night long, Without any hesitation at all, uh, the flat-out brutal matchup. Nova fourth in AOE adjusted offensive efficiency, uh, but what I like beyond that, as far as exploding this rough Syracuse defense that we've seen so far, 19th in effective field goal percentage. Partner, Syracuse 279 or 273rd defensively. But even beyond that, what I love even more than that, I mentioned the zone defense allows a lot of three-pointers. Syracuse. 356th in the entire country in three pointers allowed. And Villanova, seventh in percentage in the entire nation, fifth in the entire nation in three pointers made. And I just mentioned 356 partner. There are 358 teams in college basketball, division one college basketball. There's only two teams worth allowing more three pointers. And as far as percentage wise, it's not like they just let them jack it up and uh, they can't defend it. They're 247th in three point percentage allowed. So Unless Villanova has an inexplicably bad two-for-25 type of three-point shooting night... Which isn't uh, going to happen because that's not who they are. Seventh partner, seventh in the nation, oh. three-point percentage against this brutal oh. Syracuse defense, uh, or at least uh, you know against bad, against good offensive teams like this. This is the worst possible matchup that you could give Syracuse this season, partner. And I'm gonna lay those points. I think Villanova can win this game by 20 if Syracuse offense struggles at all. This one is going to be over very very quickly. So give me the uh, or let me lay the points here. <laughs>
0: That's what Syracuse looks like today. I got you. But even beyond that, oh my gosh, dude, you got me with that one. Wondered uh, what even... I was doing over here, didn't you?
1: <laughs> but uh, yes, that is exactly what they look like today. But even beyond that, partner, don't you see the Syracuse team? The, they've been obviously pretty decent the last couple of games. They got the outright win against Indiana at home. We backed uh, we backed Indiana the outright one. Took care of Florida State on the road. Don't you think this is a little bit too good to be true as far as 8.5, uh, yeah. eight or points, catching those points plus 9 for Syracuse? It's too good to be true, folks. Lay the points with the Wildcats, and uh, I don't think it's going to get too sweaty, partner, if I can say so myself.
0: I don't think so either, my man. I think you are uh, in the right spot. Caught you off guard with the uh, stinky dog there, huh? Just the uh, nasty, smelly, disgusting, dirty, ugly... Public dog is what the uh, Syracuse Orange are today. I agree with you on that, partner. Um, I think I'm in the boat for with you now. I was, I didn't want really any action on this game, but it's probably going to get to uh, about 7 o'clock or so. I'm going to say, ah, fuck it. I'm in the boat. So I don't want to get to that. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, get a nice early number on this one, and uh, we'll keep it rocking and rolling. So there you go. There you have it. Mag's second best bet of the day. Uh, what'd you end up snagging at? Ooh, Villanova minus eight and a half. Got it right here in front of me, partner. If you could be so kind, wrap up your card, your third and final best bet of the day. If I am uh, correct, uh, please yes, continue. Sir. The um, uh, NBA hardwood is where this one's coming from.
1: Most definitely, partner. I am heading, Sick. like you said, to the NBA, Sick. and I'm taking... The San Antonio Spurs plus icon at plus three. looks like it's moved down to two and a half against the New York Knicks. This one is in San Antonio. Okay. Uh, and partner, another one where a little bit of a, uh, not a public dog, obviously, because the Spurs are the public or the uh, the dog in this spot. But the Knicks are a uh, public bet looking like it so far. 60 to 7% of money. And like I said, it has dropped since I've seen it at least from three down to two and a half, making it easier for the Knicks to cover. But folks, Just trust your eyes right now the Knicks aren't playing good basketball I know you want them to be the team that they were last year fun to watch scrappy defensive team That's shutting everybody down and cashing everybody tickets, but that's not who they are They're playing bad basketball right now. They have lost and failed to cover four of their last five games They ranked 21st in defensive efficiency partner a Tom Thibodeau team 21st in defensive efficiency, 12th in opponent effective field goal percentage. Now that doesn't sound bad. You're just like, "Okay, that's top half of the league." 25th over the last 3 games, first of all. But partner, the reason why they were so good last year, they were number 1 in the entire league in a defensive effective field goal percentage allowed. So 12th for this Knicks team who is not a star-studded offensive lineup is bad. That's bad. That's bad for the Knicks. This is not good. They need to be top five or better. Obviously, number one last year in effective field goal percentage. They're not a good basketball team right now. Mediocre at best. And I know the Spurs obviously aren't blowing the doors off of people, but they're at least playing really solid basketball right now. Won four of the last five, covered all five of those games. That includes a win at Golden State, covered against the Suns, and uh, they're just playing really solid basketball. Like I said, Not to mention, partner, last thing before I kick it back to you, four and one Spurs are ATS last five meetings between these two teams. They take care of business against the Knicks. Pop is going to have these boys playing at home. I think they get it done outright, but I'm absolutely happy to take those extra points. Feel free if this one drops down. Like I said, I'm comfortable taking any sort of money line on the Spurs, but obviously if you can catch some points, go ahead and catch them. Give me the Spurs plus three for my final bet of the day, partner.
0: I'm with you. I think I'm in the boat with you. I think this line should be longer and uh, it's not because it's a setup for more people to uh, keep hammering in the Knicks. They're uh, getting about 66% of the public bet right now, 62% of money on consensus. So I think you're on the right side, man. Uh, I've seen a couple people who are actually brave enough to hammer in the Spurs money line here this evening. So maybe worth a little sprinkle as well. But as far as you, my friend, and your three best bets of the day. What say you? Anything else? Anything you got to dish out, uh, divulge out? Uh, maybe banter about, bicker about, anything in between. I
1: don't think so. I'm. Uh, it pains me to say what I said about the the Knicks defense because uh, I uh, I'm not a Knicks fan by any means. I typically don't like the Knicks at all. But they're basically like nostalgic Bulls from 2010. So I correct. don't like to see them uh, 21st in defensive efficiency. I hope things turn around after tonight, but uh, they just aren't. They just aren't, so
0: take this So you're telling me we're not going to see any of that bing-bong bullshit tonight?
1: No, and, okay. uh, you know, if things don't turn around quick, these Knicks aren't going to make the playoffs, partner. Nope. Their over-under was nope. right around 41, which is 500. It was head-scratching Pretty for close. a lot of people, but you're seeing why.
0: Yeah, 150%. Uh, they just didn't come out really as the same team, man, and I don't know why. Kind of weird, but uh, I agree with you. Appreciate appreciate uh, you and your picks as always. Let's keep the show Steaming on down the tracks. Here we go. Second segment of the day. My best bets of the day. Told you I got four coming at you, and told you I got four college basketball plays coming at you. Uh, we kick things off here. They're all at, I do believe, seven o'clock, uh, six o'clock Central Standard Time. I do believe. Let me make sure. Um, I believe I so. I got your yeah, uh, already. Yeah, we are uh, all six o'clock. So, my <laughs> friends, we are in. We are. Look. <laughs> Loading them up and just meow, 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 meow. We are in the trenches. We are letting them fly. We are going to bankrupt some books at six PM Central Standard Time. I will meet you guys at the pay window right around 8 8 30. But for now, I need you to listen up. Cause we need you to lock them in, soldier. First play, we're going to UMass Minutemen against the Northeastern Huskies. And me and partner talked about it pre-show. Man, I'm looking for a spot and an opportunity to get in here on the Huskies. I said, nah, this ain't the one, my friend. I'm going the minute men. Their wagon rolls on. We're taking them plus one and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong, partner, but I've seen it uh, across the market flip to uh, a pick them. UMass, a favorite in some spots, or even just down to plus one. So I love that movement. Anything- I'm not uh, seeing that. Not seeing that? I was seeing that earlier. At least not right Uh, now. What what is it? Is it still just plus one and a half though? Looks like Plus
1: one and a half. Uh, plus okay, two so you, in a the, certain spot.
0: Okay. Either way, I'm not worried about any of the plus two, the movement, yeah. any of the anything. You totally worried me there. You got to be a little straighter to the point with these lines because I was thinking you were, Sorry. it was obviously ba- completely back, backwards, my like bad. it went to fucking three and a half or something. I was totally <laughs> oh, no, worried. My bad. My okay. Bad. Love it at plus one and a half. I think they're being undervalued, the Minutemen, uh, because they're 0-1 straight up and ATS on the road. So I think they finally get in the win column on there. They've only had one on the road. I just think they're being undervalued because of that number. Um, I also think uh, Northeastern is being a little bit overvalued because they do have a decent uh, home record. They are 3-0 and straight up, 2-1 and ATS at home, but those games were against Colgate, Detroit, and uh our boys the boston Dam you terriers mm. uh they did beat the boston damn you terriers but 49 to 48. Boston very damn. hey it's not changing <laughs> it's gonna be the boston Dam you terriers all year long i in my opinion i think this is northeastern's first real home test in umass and i think there's a couple keys as to why umass is just gonna walk in and walk right out the defenses are pretty similar so i look at the offenses here and umass has a huge edge 29th in adjusted offensive efficiency 22nd in expected or effective field goal percent per Ken Palm. They're scoring 82.2 points per game, averaging 46.1 from the floor and 41.1 from beyond the arc. You look at uh, Northeastern, they're 237th in AOE per Ken Palm, 191st in effective field goal. They're only averaging 62.1 points per game. That is 20.1 points less than UMass. The last time I checked how to do math, only shooting 43.4 from the floor and 30 percent from beyond the arc, 11% worse than the Minutemen, and I think the three ball really looms large here in favor of the Minutemen, allows them to pull away, but a couple other key things, if you didn't see me tweet it uh, last night, I love hustle stats, my friends, and boy oh boy, does UMass have the edge in them, rebounds, UMass, 180th in offensive rebounding percent, 269th in defensive rebounding percent, But they played some big teams. I think we see a little bit of positive regression on the defensive side of the ball. I bring it up because offensively, Northeastern, not very good at all. 285th offensive rebounding percent, 30th in defensive rebounding percent. So... I think UMass has the advantage enough on the offensive glass that that's going to allow them to kind of get that momentum going on the boards and allows them to carry it over to the defensive side of the ball. Also turnovers loom extremely large for me here. Uh, UMass 38th in offensive turnover percent. They are a uh, very solid team offensively. They value their possessions and they're 214th in defensive turnover percent. Compare that to Northeastern. That's 272nd in offensive turnover percent and 315th in defensive turnover as always, shout out Ken Palm for those numbers. Also, uh, you got close You got close spreads like this, my friends. I've talked about it time and time again. Free throws matter. UMass, 72.9% from the Charity Stripe and Northeastern, 70.5%. All those little percents matter in these tight back and forth games. I like uh, Northeastern to miss a few more than UMass does most definitely. But you don't believe me? Believe the trends. Northeastern won six and one ATS last eight Tuesday games. One and five ATS last six Tuesday games at home. They're mm. also one and four ATS last five versus a team with a winning percent above six hundred. The Minutemen are five and one ATS their last six Tuesday games. Six and two ATS their last eight following three consecutive game homestand. They're also nine and one ATS their last ten versus the Colonial Conference and six and one ATS last seven meetings with Northeastern. Give me all of the minute, man. Plus one and a half. They're walking in and walking out with a 20 plus victory. Easy cash money. First best bet of the day.
1: I like a partner. I locked it in already. Explain to me how. I know this isn't, it's obviously not like you see this stat, and that's what gets it for you it's obviously like the cherry on top but how do these day of the week trends always work out for whatever pick you're taking
0: ain't it crazy man ain't it fucking wild it's the wildest thing ever
1: dude <laughs> it is and like i said i i don't want to i don't want people to be mistaken that you see that like oh my
0: gosh i had to take it because it it it's tuesday no, like it of just course it's not what you're doing but no, it's like just always, always works a out cherry a little cherry I mean, on top Wait, what? One in five ATS last six home Tuesday games. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, that's going like, in the tr- that's going in the bucket. Let's go. There you go. There you have it. I appreciate you uh, paying attention to my weekly or daily trend, rather. I, you mentioned the one about my Michigan pick and I, or my Nebraska pick, and I saw that <laughs> and I was like, knew he's I knew he's, he's gonna fucking say something. <laughs> Like I'm, I don't I love about it. this one. I, I, I don't <laughs> give a fuck about that one. No, I I, I, just, I knew that's kind of why I said it too. That's funny as shit. So there you go. There you have it. We'll get into more rabbit holes here in a minute. Second best bet of the day. I am going to the Texas Tech Red Raiders and the Tennessee Vols. And my friends. I'm taking the dog once again. I think the uh, Red Raiders are a little undervalued here. I'm taking them at plus four and a half. Not really sure where the line is right now, um, but I absolutely love them four and a half. Uh, if you could give me some help there as per usual, down to four. Okay, four. let's go, partner. Um, I think that they quite possibly might even deserve to be favored in this game. But, but hey, 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 no money line sprinkle. We'll take all four and a half or four points wherever you're finding that. Now, Tennessee, I'm not going to use the old cliche, good, not great. I'm going to use my own twist on it. Tennessee is solid, not spectacular, okay? That's, that's, that's they're solid, not spectacular. 4-0 straight up, 2-2 ATS at home. But those home games against University of Tennessee Martin, okay? ETSU, who is not the same East Tennessee state that uh, we were cashing tickets with last year. Sure. Tennessee Tech, ah, okay, wonderful and Presbyterian. The Blue Hose have beat a few teams, but not any great teams. Wonderful. ran shot through the state of Tennessee? Wonderful. Ter- terrific. They're pretty much just <laughs> beating the piss out of uh, Tennessee teams, and that's it. Now Texas Tech comes in, and I think this is their first real home test. I mean, those were the four games they had. You tell me that one of those teams stacks up anywhere close to what the Red Raiders are. You simply can't. But... Outside of all my dumbass opinions, there are some key uh, stats that you guys need to be aware of that are going to kind of lean in factor of, once again, I think maybe even the Red Raiders pulling off the upset here. Points per game, points per game allowed. Texas Tech is scoring 85.4 points per game and only allowing 59.4 points on the defensive side of the ball. Tennessee is only scoring 80.1 while allowing 62 points per game. I know it's very minuscule, but it matters in big games like this. You also have to look at adjusted offensive efficiency, otherwise known on the TTL pod, 2021 copyright, AOE, and also EFG percent, that is effective field goal percent. Uh, Texas Tech, 23rd in AOE and 24th in effective field goal percent. Tennessee is 28th in AOE, but they're 48th in effective field goal percent. So I think... Texas Tech has a couple more valuable possessions, knocks down a few more buckets, and I think it allows them to keep this game close. And once again, man, I just keep leaning. The more I'm talking about it, they might get this upset outright win. I also think it comes down to the hustle stats again. My friends, rebounds. Texas Tech, first in offensive rebounding percent in the nation. Okay, let's just get that clear. 85th in defensive rebounding percent in the nation. Tennessee, they're 33rd in offensive rebounding percent. But that ain't no first in the nation. And they're 148th on the defensive glass per Ken and all of those stats. Obviously, you see the value there on uh, the rebound category with Texas Tech. As far as turnovers go, there also is a very solid edge here. Texas Tech has been having a little bit of trouble, but I think that's going to be one of their points of emphasis here, cleaning up the turnovers. They're 194th, but I think we see um, some progression from them on the offensive side of the ball because they are 5th in defensive turnovers. They've really been able to hang their hats on forcing other teams to cough up the rock. Tennessee, they are 54th in offensive turnover percent, but they've played some lesser teams, obviously, and I think we see a little bit of regression, uh, obviously vice versa there from Texas Tech, from the Volunteers. They're 27th on the defensive side of the ball, but again, they've played those lesser opponents, um, and I just don't think it matters here today against a, a much more secure team in Texas Tech. You don't believe me? Believe the trends, my friends. Texas Tech, four and one ATS, last five following an ATS loss. Four and one ATS last five neutral site games as a dog. That's right. This a at a neutral court. It is not in Tennessee. I'd be thinking a little bit different if it was. Texas Tech is also six and one ATS last seven Tuesday games. Two and seven are the Tennessee Volunteers against the number last nine following an ATS win. And one and four ATS they are, you know, this is uncanny, their last five tuesday games give me all of the texas tech red raiders plus four and a half baby or wherever you're finding it at looks like it's dropping down to four at consensus i love it either way fuck it you might see me with a little money line sprinkle by 6 p.m central what say you partner
1: man i i really like it a lot i actually did not realize so i i mainly stayed away from this one because i i like both of these two teams quite a bit Mm -hmm. and uh you know, I, I I think I have, like, a little bit of a soft spot for Texas Tech for me, which is mm-hmm. making, me, making me worried if I'm a homer or not. Mm-hmm. I did not realize this was at MSG, so that's why I didn't look too deep into it. I was like, okay, if, if Colts got this one going, I'll let him go. I thought this was at Tennessee, man. No, no. I knew it was I neutral. This... I didn't
0: realize it was at MSG, though. But... And that's
1: why I thought it was up to four because I was like, okay, neutral floor, maybe Tennessee favored by a point, point and a half, at home by four. You're giving me four and a neutral Four like and a neutral man. court. Give Come on. Give it to me. Because I put this like 50 50. I put this at a 50 50. So if you're giving me four points with the dog, absolutely give it to me all day. 100%. Okay.
0: Well, I appreciate you, my friend. Let's I go. MSG, man. I knew there was a game there. I didn't know this, this one was going to be a huge fucking game. Yeah. Because the Knicks are on the road. So makes sense. Uh, okay. There you go. There you have it. Now, I got two more plays, right? Um,. I'm going to save the one I was going to go to here. Like, you guys really even knew where I was fucking going. But I'm going to go to the next one first. Going to the matchup between the Brown Bears and the Merrimack Warriors. And I'm taking the – Hey, you, I know why you're laughing now because I'm a, I'm, I'm a hype boy about last this one. last 100%. one. No, you better believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Brown okay. Bears minus two and a half is what we're hammering in out of this game. Um, I think Brown is just slightly undervalued. I take this up, four and a half. Five and a half comfortably. Uh, I think they're a lot better team than Merrimack. They're seven and four straight up, seven and two against the number overall, two and one straight up, uh, three and zero ATS on the road, and they've played some solid opponents on the road. Merrimack is not good at all. If you want to back a team that's four and five straight up, four three and one ATS, coin flip and a half, three and one straight up, two and one ATS at home, but they've played Lehigh, Hartford, and UMass at home. Uh, They got absolutely piped by UMass, and uh, this is really their second big test, and uh, after failing their first big test, I don't think they're going to have studied all too well and be ready to pass the second one. So I'm going to stay away from that, and we're going to be back in the Bears once again, minus 2.5, but there's more reasons as to why, uh, here's statistical reasons rather, uh, other than my goofy opinions as per usual as to why I think this is going to fall in the favor of the Bears. They have some pretty similar defenses, give about up the same percentage, uh, both from on the floor and the arc and points per game. So I looked at the offenses, and that's where your edge is, my friends. Brown scoring 73.3 points per game compared to uh, Mer- or, uh, Merrimack. points per game. Uh, Brown is scoring 43% from the floor, uh, or shooting 43% from the floor, rather. 31.1% from beyond the three-point arc. Compare that to Merrimack. That is 39.7 from the floor and 31.7 from beyond the arc. Last but certainly not least, effective field goal percent. Ooh, you might look, Brown, 223rd. That's eh, not great, but compared to Merrimack's 295th, we got a little bit of warm room okay. to work with, all right? Another thing, uh, I'm not going to say that it's going to be a boat race, uh, CC talking the line podcast 2021. See <laughs> <CC> yourself. <laughs> but uh, CC Colton Scirocca talking the line <laughs> podcast 2021. What I will say is that Brown's going to be a little bit faster and I think going will be just a little bit too much for Merrimack. Uh, Brown, 175th in tempo compared to Merrimack at 352nd right now. Last but not least one of the key critical hustle stats the boards baby Or who's cleaning up the glass. I believe it's going to be Brown once again. 126th in offensive rebounding percent. 176th per Ken Palm in defensive re- rebounding percent. They're going up against a Merrimack team that cleans up the glass terribly. 351st in offensive rebounding percent 289th in defensive rebounding percent again per Ken Palm Give me Brown to uh, get those key hustle stats to swing in their favor and uh, really lay the hammer down offensively on Merrimack. But you don't believe me, believe the trends. Brown, 6-1 and one ATS last 7 overall. 5-1 and one ATS last 6 following a straight up win. 4-1 and one ATS last 5 as a favorite. And 4-1 and one ATS last 5 versus a team with a losing straight up record. Merrimack is 1-4 and four and 1 ATS their last 6 as a dog. 1-6 and 1 ATS last 8 versus a team with a winning straight up record. And 0-6 one ats last seven verse 18 with a winning percent above 600 give me all of the brown bears minus two and a half to keep rolling they are a wagon right now and we back them until further notice i digress
1: I look at my man. I do not have too much to add. I do not know much about these two teams, but uh, Brown did, try, you know, trip my trigger a little bit this morning. I was interested, but just didn't know enough to hammer him in, so who I
0: am going to be with you. Who might know enough about him? The mid-major king. Let's yeah. go, baby. All right, last but certainly not least, this is a real mid-major king play, my friends. <laughs> took a little bit of a digging, took a little bit of... Uh, Searching. It's going to take a little bit of faith from your end, but I think uh, we are in a right spot here, my friends. We're going to the matchup between the Jacksonville Dolphins and the Georgia Bulldogs, and that's right. I'm not a chance in hell. You know how I bet. We're taking the dog, baby. Give me the Dolphins plus the nine and a half. Are you kidding me right now? You're giving me nine and a half points (laughs) with a fucking Dolphins team that is four and two straight up, four and zero ATS overall, five and zero ATS last seven games. Now, hey, they might be one and two straight up on the road, but they're perfect against the number, three and zero ATS on the road, and those games were against Charleston Southern. Ski UMA Ma, Row the Boat, Minnesota, in Minnesota, holy cow. And UCF, who was a very good team, who me and Max talked about over oh, a sh- short few weeks ago. I think they're going to continue to be solid. And you're going to tell me that this Georgia team that couldn't cover a damn bed if you called them a blanket. Deserves to lay nine and a half regardless of the motherfucking location. You yeah, out of your damn mind. They're three and five straight up, two, five and one against the number. At home, even worse, three and two straight up, one, three and one against the number. No way in hell am I laying that many points with the Georgia Bulldogs and I am taking every single one of those points with what has uh, kind of been a cover machine lately in the Jacksonville Dolphins. A couple of key reasons, statistical reasons as always, as to why I believe the Dolphins might even win this game outright partner, dare I say. Jacksonville's defense is going to smack the Bulldogs in the mouth. They are not going to be ready for it. They are not going to be geared up for this game. But Jacksonville is playing damn good defense fifty four point two points per game allowed only allowing opponents to average thirty seven point seven from the floor twenty nine point six from beyond the three point arc and oh, 52nd an opponent effective field goal percent they are a damn good defensive team and we've seen it time and time again this Georgia Bulldogs offense is not the same one we saw last year also Been talking a lot about rebounds here. Rebounds are pretty doggone critical when you want to back a freaking dog. And holy shit, my friends, I had to take this finger, put it on said screen. You can't see. And scroll across three times on the wonderful Ken Pomeran, KenPom.com data sheet. Because I thought I was wrong. My friends, I am not wrong. This is absolutely insanity. Jacksonville, 46th in offensive rebounding percent second in defensive rebounding percent Georgia 156th in offensive rebounding percent and 192nd in defensive rebounding percent. I think that Jacksonville wins the war on the boards, which might even in turn lead them to win the war on the turnovers with how good that defense is. And we might even see them keep this way closer than 9.5, maybe to 4, to 3, to 2. Holy shit, the Dolphins just got an outright win. But you don't believe me believe the trends. Jacksonville, 4-0 ATS last four road games. 4-0 ATS last four as a puppy dog. 4-0 ATS last four following a straight up win. UGA, 1-5 ATS last six overall. 1-6-1 ATS last eight home games. 0-5-1 ATS last six as a home favorite. And 0-5 ATS last five versus a team with a winning road percent below 400. Give us all of the Dolphins, plus nine and a half. And baby, by 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, you might see me with a sprinkle on that bad boy again, too. Outside of that, that does it for my card. I ain't got nothing else. Wrapping it up, Jacksonville Dolphins, plus nine and a half.
1: Partner, I love it. I Woo! am taking
0: them. I already
1: took them. Can't remember if we saw this already, but it has dropped to plus nine. Can't remember if we saw that already. Um But, partner, you're telling me that the Georgia Bulldogs, <laughs> yeah. who just beat Memphis... They just beat Memphis. They're not going to win by double digits? <laughs> no. No? No, the Memphis Tigers are broken. That's full not there. Fucking, That's Full fucking drink that coffee. An, that's, that's so much less yeah, of an impressive win now after the last that's, week. Yeah, 100%. I, I don't know 100%. what's going on there. That's
0: a totally different rabbit hole, but... Yeah, we were talking about Memphis as being uh, one of the top top ten teams in the nation. And yeah. Dark Horse, and they have now lived up to that hype. So I don't think that matters for Georgia. I don't think they're back on the right track. They can't cover a bed if you call them a damn queen-size <laughs> blanket and threw them on a twin mattress, Some bitch. I'm telling you, they can't cover shit. Take the Jacksonville Dolphins plus nine and a half. Okay, there you go. There you have it. Uh, quick little itch. Pardon me.
1: My man, okay. I, uh, I think I'm going to do a little like $1 lottery ticket, and these all dolphins are going to be a money line on that bad boy for sure.
0: We might, uh, we might be on the same page with that as well. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it, all of my best bets of the day. All right, let's keep this show steaming on the tracks. So we like to keep the first half no longer than an hour long. So special play of the day, the two for Tuesday parlay. Okay, we got two legs on this bad boy. First question I ask you. Well, the first demand I must ask you to do is lace up your doggone hockey skates, cause it's time to head to the NHL ice once again. Because my friend, are we hockey sharps? Uh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we really are.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a little <laughs> bit more confidence in there. Damn fucking right, we're hockey sharps. One is a coincidence. Two is, oh, hey, 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 we might be on to something. Write that down. Three is a damn trend. We're going for four in a row. I love it. We don't play hockey every day. We wait for certain trends to come out. We found it once again. Here's the first leg on the two for Tuesday parlay from the NHL ice. We're going to the matchup between the Montreal, les habitants, Canadiens, my friends. If you are a fan of the show and were since last hockey season, you know The Habitans hold a special place in your old uh, buddy Colt's heart. But they're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, this game is actually in Montreal. Lines dropped down a little bit since open. The puppy dog's gotten a little bit shorter. Not too much to where you would think it's a public dog. Just a little bit shorter, ever so slightly, to show some sharp money. The books are obviously valuing the opinion of some big money coming in on the Habitans. So, we looked we found another line that's in the same spot, said, ooh, that's a little fishy. That's in the same ballpark these last three have been. Oh, my, dare we say we add this to the two-for-Tuesday parlay, and we both said a resounding yes. So without further ado, we're taking the Montreal Canadiens plus one-and-a-half on the money line right around minus 145, 150. Absolutely gorgeous. I love the Cabs at plus one-and-a-half. Second leg. Partner does two, second Second leg. Going to the match between the Charleston Cougars I, and. Oh, sorry, oh, 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 you, oh, oh. You, you,
1: No, you misspoke. You said, like, we're taking plus one and a half on the money line, but yeah, obviously oh, on the puck plus line. Plus
0: one and a half on the puck line. I do apologize, son of a bitch. Okay. Um, next game up. Going to the college basketball hardwood for the second leg of the two for two for Tuesday parlay. Say that five times fast. I dare you. Charleston Cougars against the Tulane Green Wave. We're not taking the home team or the favorite. We're taking the Cougars. Plus four, baby. They are uh, low-key kind of sneaky right now. They're rolling uh, in their own right. And Tulane, once again... Can't cover doggone anything right now. Um, as to kind of a lot of my plays are leading into uh, a lot of the teams I'm fading are just cannot cover any of the numbers they're going against. And that's kind of uh, the case of Tulane. If you do remember, the Dice had Tulane a few days back uh, last week and they failed to cast that ticket. They were so confident on old Tulane. Now I'm not saying I'm putting all of my analysis in the uh, backing behind of an, an inanimate object. But what I am sure. saying is, is that uh, the Tulane Green Wave, are no good, partner. Any key uh, trends, stats, insights, analysis you found on this one?
1: Well, partner, uh, once again, this was not the deciding factor for making this play, but there was a uh, bizarre little, uh, you know, something that we don't often see as far as one of our sports books are concerned. Mm. And it is still, mm. uh, it is still in that same realm of uh, Charleston and Tulane on mm. the old FanDuel sports book. You can't bet the. You can bet Tulane minus three and a half. You cannot bet Ch- Charleston oh. uh, on the spread or money line at all. And I popped in and said, well, "How do
0: you, you doing?"
1: I said, what, "What's going mm. on here? Money line three way. You can bet a tie. You can bet Tulane. You can't bet Charleston. Oh. I don't understand really what's going on here, dude. That seems uh, a little fishy, if you ask me. Oh. Um, you can bet oh. uh, you know winning margin, but we don't even need them to win. So uh, oh. so forget that. But Like I said, wasn't the deciding factor, but it was kind of probably the last final
0: push over the damn edge, Hmm. I would say. Well, now what could that mean? Uh, uh, One specific book that just has the entire market cornered when it comes to public bets (laughs) and perception, completely closing a market and not allowing any bets to come in. What could that mean, partner? i don't know but what i do know is the second leg on the two for tuesday parlay is them damn charleston cougars go cougs now partner mentioned at the top of the show he was so excited to get it out we couldn't believe it when we saw it he about came out of his chair when he saw it for the first time my friends if this does not mean that the two for tuesday parlay is going straight to the pay window the overall odds payout on this bad boy is beautiful if it does not mean that this is going to the pay window We might have to take a break. I I don't know what the hell. I think the stars are aligned on this one. So, once again, the twofer Tuesday parlay, two legs, total odds plus 222 plus 222 come on come on come on come on give it to me it's the two for tuesday it's the first special play we ever came up with A crew ever came up with uh we absolutely love it it's our favorite one so far it's the best one it's going to the pay window it's 222 the stars are aligned please for the crying out loud just make it to the pay window Partner, anything else to add? It has to. It has to. It has to. It just, you it can't simply has to. Do do that to us and lose no. a, a 222 no, it has on to. 2 for Tuesday? With a two on 2 like, for Tuesday? On on. Come on. Come on. There's come too many on. T's. There's too many T's. And, and, and if I go out you of my way to clip tees. up off of all, all of this fucking 2 for Tuesday, 222 bullshit, and then it doesn't get to the pay window, I'm going to be awful upset at these, yeah. uh, at, at what we got going on. So. <laughs> Once again, as
1: far as 6 o'clock action, my man, you've got four. I've got one of my uh three and uh the first leg of this too is also at six so if anyone's got three extra tvs so that i can have six tvs going on at once that would be much appreciated my man because uh only uh you know the second leg is at seven so it's gonna be overlapping and then my uh, final two are uh you know just easing us back into the nightcap. but man do we've got a
0: uh a it's wall gonna be of spectacular,
1: action, so to speak. Yeah.
0: It's gonna be terrific. It's gonna be wonderful. It's gonna be exuberant. It's gonna be exhilarating. It's gonna be an electrifying experience, Mags. And so everyone can enjoy it with us. We gotta recap all of today's best bets of the day. Without further ado, my friends, you know the drill. Rip out those sports books. Get out your pens or your pencils if you're a little bit mistake prone, and your paper or however. You take stock of the TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day because it is about time to hammer them in, get in the trenches, lock and load, and get ready for the daily battle with the books, with the TTL Crew. So without further ado, partner, get on back in here and let me share this screen real fast. And without further ado, it is now time for the TTL Crew's Best Bets of the Day on this gorgeous December 7th. 2021. If you would so kindly turn your attention to the top left portion of the screen to Armag's picks, his three best bets coming to you two from the uh, college basketball hardwood and one from the NBA hardwood. He's taking the Nebraska Cornhuskers plus seven and a half, the Villanova Wildcats minus eight and a half, and the San Antonio Spurs plus. Three. Turn your attention to the top right corner of your screen. My best bets coming at you for those bad boys today. All college basketball plays. We're taking the Brown Bears minus two and a half. Texas Tech Red Raiders plus four and a half. The UMass Minutemen plus one and a half. And the Jacksonville Dolphins plus nine and a half. Directly above us, you see the Tufer Tuesday parlay. Paying out at plus 222 odds. The two legs on that two for Tuesday parlay for a total odds of 222 odds. Making it to the pay window are the Charleston Cougars going up against the Tulane Green Wave on the college basketball hardwood at plus four. And the Montreal Les Habitants Canadians plus one and a half on the puck line. Once again, two for Tuesday parlay, two legs for a grand total of 222 odds. We need your help, soldier. Getting all of these plays straight to the pay window for today's battle with the books. But before we can, we need you to lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in at whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. Again, dude, how? How?
1: 222, how? How? not like we've heard How, out. How oh, does, this one. Eh, this one's wh- where's 250? the loss, no, this one's Mag? Wh- no. Where's
0: the loss? Where's the loss, Mag? Show me the loss. Show me the loss. I don't see one. I, don't see, I don't see one. Show me the loss. I don't see it. Get out the fucking brooms, kids. It's time to get wild. It's time to get weird. Okay. Now, without further ado... I had another idea for a little something-something, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're just going to have to stick around, wait around, and uh, do it. I'll actually uh, get it done while a uh, partner is telling you guys about the next segment of the day. The money line Dice Roll. That's right. You see it down there. The Boston Celtics versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Do not have any uh, spread or total in that said ticker either, so my friends... Uh, or please listen up. And my friend over there on the opposite side of the screen, if you could be so kind as to uh, indulge all of us, what's the spread set at? Who's the favorite? Where's this game actually even being played at? What's the total at? Everything in between? And uh, once you do that, we'll go on and uh, bring in those cubical objects that be the money line dice.
1: All right, friends. So we are going to the NBA Hardwood for the uh, you know, two teams that have kind of struggled. But as far as, the day is concerned still a marquee matchup the boston celtics and the la lakers this one is in la uh our fine action app still has it list- listed as the staples center but they took that uh
0: mm, they took the old uh,
1: Staples center letters down yesterday i do believe i i'm blanking on what it is like the crypto.com Center something like or something that. like that. Yeah, that's like where that. it is. That's where it is. The Lakers are the home team here. Lakers yeah. favored minus two and a half at home, and the over-under is 219 and uh, Jalen Brown appears to be questionable, but every other major person I do believe is going to be in this game, that being uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook, and Jaylen, uh, Jason Tatum, excuse me, Jalen Brown questionable, so that's the only thing that the dice will have to navigate. It does appear.
0: Okay, so just a little bit of questionable action, Uh, a little bit of nonsense going on. So one more time, partner, just so I make sure we're on the same page. Uh, What was the spread? I know the Lakers are favored, but what was the spread, and what is the total?
1: Minus 2.5 in favor of the Lakers, 2.5, and and Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and 2.19.5 is the total. Okay, so 2.5 in favor of the Lakers, 2.19. Is the total okay? So, without further ado, my friends, it's time to welcome those lovely aforementioned objects the wonderful, all knowing, ever present cubicle objects that be the money line dice. They are now live here on set, my friends. And you know, really, it's gee, many Christmas. I'm G. oh boy, oh boy, oh, okay, boy, no, we're oh, boy. all right, we're, we're all right. I mean, we we just we lost one that. Maybe isn't as essential, but I'll forget oh, okay. about it if I don't get it now. So I got it. It's just the unit die. Uh, but we got the home away roll coming up first. Second roll, money line ATS. Third roll, wild card roll. Now, um, in order to set the mood, set the vibes right here, um, I just got to let the dice see what's going on, what's happening, what sure. we plan to do today, and what we have already brought out of the closet. Okay, So, just quickly, Uh, fastly, in a hurry. (laughs) We're fucking sweeping the board, boys and girls. We're sweeping the fucking board here. Let me bring it in. Bring it in. Looky here. We're sweeping the fucking board. You see him. You see him. You see green. You see green in the brooms. I'm telling you, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful. We are Sweeping the board. Okay, there you go. There you have it. Uh, without further ado, my friends, uh, money line dice roll of the day. First team, first uh, or first roll we'll go into, rather, is the home or away team. So, are we going home team, uh, Los Angeles Lakers? Or are we going away team, Boston Celtics? We all find out in three and two in one. Away team, Boston Celtics. Away team, Boston. That's a big away. Away team, Boston Celtics. Second roll, Moneyline ATS. Are we getting a little plus money, Paulie? Are we just going to get a couple extra points with the boys, the old C's over there in Los Angeles? We find out in three, in two, in one. ATS, we get the two and a half. We get the two and a half. That is ATS. There you go. There you have it. Okay. Wild card roll. Are the die doubling down once again here today after a failed cover yesterday. Are they going to be re rolling or are they just going to give us another ticket to cash with the total? I don't know. He doesn't know. You don't know. But we all find out in three, in two, in one. Away money line. Let's Away go money right. line.
1: I can dig it, man. Uh, the I have <laughs> spoken!
0: If you want a guaranteed take, not one ticket, but two tickets to the pay window tonight, not per me, not per Riley R. Mags Magnuson, not per any living human that walks this beautiful earth. But from the all knowing cubicle objects that be the money line dice, hammer in right here, right now. No questions, qualms, or quarries. The Boston Celtics plus two and a half, and the Boston Celtics money line. Again, Boston Celtics plus two and a half for a full unit, and the Boston Celtics money line for a quarter or a half. Always gamble responsibly. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. Appreciate ya. Okie dokie. Artichokey. Away they go. Okay. I can get down with it. I can get down with it as well. Pretty Love 50-50 it. 50-50 splits as far as bets are concerned on that game. my man. yeah, I am. Uh, I I'm know. a pretty. I'm a pretty big fan of it, dude. So uh, I like. I like where the uh, where the dice went, and I'm a big fan of the game. So let's. Uh, Let's get weird, and uh, Dice, get back to cash and tickets is all I ask. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, Last segment of the first half of the show always segues segues us into the second half of the show. So without further ado, let's get that up here in the ticker. And, oh, for the next 22 minutes or so here, we go back and forth, talk about some additional bets, talk about some nonsense, everything in between, but we kick things off with our mag sidebar. So, partner, as always, I ask you... Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 177 of the <clears throat> TTL Pod on this absolutely gorgeous December 7th, 2021.
1: My man, I've got a, a little bit of a bone to pick with uh, certain people uh, on this fine Tuesday morning. Nothing crazy. Uh-oh. But I'd love to have an honest conversation with these people. I'm not trying to uh, slander these people by any means. But Mm -hmm. yesterday, before uh, last night's Monday Night Football game with uh, gale force winds and a little snowy action, Uh I saw not one, but multiple people saying, this is why we need 32 domes in the NFL. And I, I gasped. I couldn't believe my eyes. I cannot believe that people actually don't enjoy these types of games. Like, no, it's not. I mean, sure, it changes the game. I get it. But, and if this was happening with regularity, then maybe. You know, maybe we could you talk know, about you it. Know,
0: you know, okay, just because you're not winning your fucking 17 leg. League- the same game parlay dipshit doesn't Whatever mean it yeah it doesn't mean that that they need to change football no no no, no that no, is football no. i mean that's what we were born and raised and playing football
1: yeah there's nothing it's honestly fun to watch those games it's fun to play in those games obviously it changes it completely and like i said if it happened you know with regularity and half of a team's games was like that then yeah that might be an issue and it might skew what happens and but maybe even in the then, playoffs who cares but even still man if you're that good of a football team you should be able to stop a team from ripping off five yards of carry and only – like the team that won was the team that threw three passes – if you're telling me there's a team that's going to throw the ball three times, I'd say, oh, maybe that team's not going to win. Oh, no, they won. <laughs> if you can't yep. stop a team from ripping off five yards of carry, there's something else wrong with your football team, and it just yep. got exposed. They
0: cheated. They just ran all games. So <laughs> they had a fucking great fucking game plan, and they decided they didn't need to throw the football, and it worked. Exactly, and it
1: worked. And, and bone number two to pick, partner, okay, is the people it, that are like— there's like minor slander coming towards whether it's mac jones way or just like oh they don't they only let mac jones throw three times it was a good game plan and it worked like i said five yards per carry on the ground and the other team, Josh Allen, who, you know, was one of the, he's an MVP candidate. He was like 15 for 30, and they lost the game. They only scored one touchdown. The reason that that game plan didn't work is because they tried to throw on first and 10. They had an incompletion, and instead of having three tries to pick up the first down on the ground, they had two, and they weren't ripping off five yards per carry. And maybe, and I guess that's their run game wasn't as strong. But my point being, they gave themselves four. A, you know, a stacked deck as far as trying to pick up those first downs when you throw an incompletion in that type of weather. When you actually get it on the ground, you can pick it up in three different tries more oftentimes than not, and that's what the Patriots did. Not enough credit in the world can go to Bill Belichick this year. I didn't realize, man, he wore a Navy mask, which uh, should have told all of us what he exactly was going to do, a Navy midshipman mask as oh, far okay. as yeah. not throwing the ball more than three times. Because Very
0: smart. Very smart.
1: Last night was a little very bit of high a preview of oh, old Billy. If oh you will. man, very high. I brow. I, 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 like I that. gained even more respect for the man I like after that, that my I man. Like that. And uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, they're just he, he likes Navy midshipmen. They're playing this weekend. Damn. It's a preview of what we're going to see on Saturday, and folks. I can guarantee you that. Ground
0: up on the rock. Ground I'm and for the that rock too. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I honestly am too. Army, uh, Army Navy should be as, uh, as electric as it always is. Even if it does end 11 to nine, either way. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. I don't know why all the hate, man. It was a great fucking, uh, it was a great game plan. They executed it to a T. Uh, they ran less plays than the bills got the job done. Um, I'm almost want to say they had less yards than the bills and still got the job done. They were just extremely efficient. They were extremely powerful. Uh, The Pats are back, man. I said it on yesterday's show in the analysis. I said it doesn't matter what the hell a Patriots team, at least a Bill Belichick Patriots team, does in September, October, and even into November for that case. They care about December, January, and ultimately – february football that's what they're in it for and uh boy oh boy seven and zero straight up ats last seven games overall keep the wagon turning through the wide open plane of uh tickets just continuing to be cashed on the that fucking wagon so yeah i uh I love it. I, I, don't, I really don't get where all the shade's coming from. I don't get all the nonsense. I don't think there should be domes in every single one. I think it adds stuff to it. I think it was very tactical and strategic and awesome of Bill Belichick to yeah. first. And, and, and you knew it. You could see that they were into the bad, the bad uh, side of the field when it came to wind. So he said, well, fuck that. I'm not going to kick it. I mean, the chances are we're still going to be able to contain them on defense. We're playing really good defense right now. Might as well go for two. We get it. We get it. We don't. We don't. Odds are saying right now that we're probably going to get it more times often than not. So let's just go for it. And bang, there you go. They start the game up 8-0. And it's just it gave them that cushion for the entire game. So... I don't know, man. I uh, I was a big fan of last night's game from an overall yeah. perspective. It was a solid fucking game, and I love – dude, I mean, okay, and, and I bet you – here's a final closing thought. I bet you those same Jagaloons who after the game went, well, this is why we need domes. And then, then, They're saying f- before, before and after. Okay, we're probably still then. we're probably still retweeting all the fucking pictures of the of the the wind and the snow and oh my gosh, can you see this? Can you believe this? This is amazing. Oh. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, can you believe this? Like I mean, come on. You two sides of every you playing both sides of the coin here it don't work. So I don't know, man. Get me out of this soapbox. I love the game last night. Um Great night uh, as far as gambling wise. I had a same game parlay I, I missed by. Things. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I had a same game parlay I missed by two legs. Josh yeah. Allen uh, covered his rushing prop, and he gets in the end zone. Then uh, we a uh, couple hundred bucks richer, but did not Ish. happen. Dude, I wish we would have, have thought it.
1: about uh, I Tone, Tone Diggs. Shout out to the Hammer Down guys. But shout he, out. Uh, he, he aired his grievances this morning. I think it was like middle of the night last night, like as far as not being able to sleep because he saw a parlay, like a $1 to win 600 parlay where it's like just all these rece- receiving yard under. And I'm just like, of course. Why? Yeah. Of course.
0: Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Should have done it. Should have done it. Should have been there. Should have done it, but didn't. Uh, Shout out to Tone Diggs, all the guys at Hammer Down and PMI as per usual. Of course always inspiring us uh we look up to you guys big time so always shout out um outside of that dude uh nothing really nfl wise we'll talk about nfl as the week kind of trudges on here more lines uh continue to move uh obviously this is kind of the time of the week where we uh, look early at lines and stuff so there's that what do you got over there pal uh,
1: as far as Adam Thielen news, uh, mm. some good news. As far as uh, MRI showed, he won't need surgery. Chance he comes back
0: this season, so that is good news for the old Vikes. Nice, nice, most definitely. Uh, let's see here. What else is uh, what else going on? Ooh, uh, this is just because of a random um, random notification. But uh, UFC card this weekend is going to be absolutely. Oh. <sighs> electric my friend e- us, electric and a half uh, the Leoness is gracing us with her presence once again that should be what do you got
1: so I, I will obviously get into it later in the week but I mean the main event Dustin mm-hmm. Poirier favored minus 160 is that justified or
0: is that 100% and I bet he wins so. that belt
1: really okay
0: justified, and I bet you he wins that fucking I'm a big belt.
1: Dustin fan. I was just, I, the tear that Oliveira's been on, is it just style matchup, kind of mismatch for Oliveira?
0: Yeah, uh, I think so. And just Dustin is, is on a whole nother level. And knowing yeah. what I know now with, like, seriously, not just like, oh, I, 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 I bet on UFC, bro. Like, seriously handicapping sure. week in and week out and diving into lines, like, he's winning that fight. With what I know and what I what I've seen. Now I could be talking out of my ass, but what I've seen and what I know, he's gonna win that fight. So okay. I like it. I, yeah. But again, 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 again hashtag D B A B. He's a bad doing. man, dude. He's, he's a, a bad, bad man. man. He's a bad, he's man. A bad he's man. man. He's a fucking <laughs> bad man. And you you do not bet against Brazilians when oh. they are underdogs, so that leads me Just stay away and enjoy? Yeah. I, I kinda. Of, yeah kind of probably or maybe your boy will find some type of a round prop or something we can Within in the distance we, maybe so so we yeah, so maybe we can have a nah, that'll probably be like minus 350 I'll bet you it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be no value on that one okay. so maybe your boy will be able to find something we can have a little bit of juice on the main event okay. because okay. yeah it's it's gonna I'm, be yeah it's, it's gonna be a stay away from both sides another one I just love sugar so much but you cannot in good faith bet against a Brazilian that is at plus 250 in Howlin' fucking Piva. Howlin' Piva, yeah, if you don't know that name, he's a fucking dog. He, yeah. he he is going to give Sugar everything he can handle to get out of that cage. And what's going to be really interesting is going to be probably the first time we've seen Sean on his back in a very long time. So it's going to be very interesting to see where his BJJ game is as far as a full-going full UFC fight. I, I, I'm a little worried because we ain't seen Sugar for... A minute now, like a minute, minute now. So yeah. um, since the Moutinho I think it was fight. Since, uh, yeah, there you it go. It was a Moutinho was fight. So yeah, you, you were got? right
1: though. I uh, it's even longer than you even led on to. Charles uh, Oliveira Poirier minus five fifty inside the distance.
0: Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be a scrap. It's gonna be yeah. a scrap, and I think somebody's gonna go to sleep. But then again. It might be a five-round banger, and you might have a little bit of value. So I'll look into it. I'll look into it. We'll see. Uh, one I'm actually looking forward to, and this is a fight, fans, fight, fans, fight, fans, fight, is yeah. Jeff Neal against Santiago Ponzinibbio. That's going to be so fucking good. Ponzinibbio, um, he's been in the UFC for a while, actually. He's been, he's been cutting his teeth for a hot minute now, and he just kind of recently came back on the scene whooping guy's ass. Um, fresh off of a a huge KO win, if I'm not mistaken, or at least TKO. And uh, Jeff Neal, obviously, is Jeff Neal. He's a bad fucking dude in and of himself. I mean, he holds a 4.42 significant strike landed per minute in the UFC. So he's he's a bad dude. So... I don't know, I that, I'm gonna lean bones and nibbio, but I'm gonna say that is going to be a fight and a half because it is a dead even pick 'em. They're both minus yeah. one ten right now. So it's also Kai Kaikara France against uh Cody No Love boy. Woo! Cody No Love, minus one forty opening up as the favorite there. I love me a good fucking city kickboxing kid though that uh I
1: like Kara. I like that, France.
0: A City kickbox any anytime you see a city kickboxing guy as a fucking underdog like you got to take a little bit of a play. you got to take a little bit of a play. Eugene Eugene is too damn good. Uh, jo- oh shout out my guy Josh Emmett fighting Dan Ige. I used to fight or uh, not fight. I used to well I did used to fight but I used to I used to serve Josh Emmett when I worked at CJs at ISU. Oh, that's right. You've told me that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So worked at a pizza place called CJ's Restaurant and Catering. Shout the fuck out out. to all my homies (laughs) at CJ's, bro. Holy (laughs) shit. Actually, my boy Creed, Corey Reed, just had his birthday. If by any chance he happens to see this, I know he follows us on Facebook. So shout out, Creed. Also, Josh Emmett used to come in on Sunday mornings. I worked um, 7 a.m. to like 7 or 8 p.m and uh, he would come in early as hell, like right when we open, and he'd always order a, an Eggs Benedict, and he was cool as fuck. Coolest dude ever, but just a brick shit house. So he's fighting Dan Ige. I don't know how fucking big Dan Ige is. Obviously, I've never served him breakfast, but I know Josh <laughs> Emmett is a big motherfucker, so <laughs> that's going to be one I'm really interested in watching. Uh, Pedro Munoz fighting Dominic Cruz. Are you kidding me right now? That is going to be absolutely... a fucking undercard, man. That I is going to be insane. Uh, Augusto Sakai against Taitui Vasa. I love Fast, get the man. fuck out of town uh, Jordan Wright against Bruno Silva if you open that up and you look at Jordan Wright you're going to be like oh, pfft, Bruno Silva's going to crush that fucking kid dude I'm telling you Jordan Wright is a fucking madman and if that was not a Brazilian I would be taking Jordan Wright at all plus 280 I, uh, period period It'd be, it would be my long shot of the card he is a bad motherfucker and it might cause me to stay away from that fight just because of how much I like him as a fighter too Andre Muniz going against Eric Anders. Oh my heavens, that is going to be a middleweight scrap. Uh, Miranda Maverick stepping in. Um, she's stepping in for maybe she maybe this wasn't card. I don't know. Either way, Miranda Maverick going against Aaron Blanchfield. That's going to be insane. Alex Perez Matt Chanel. That's going to be insane. Ryan Hall, Derek Minner. Uh, so far, I have not named a bad fucking fight. No. Uh, Jillian Robertson against Priscilla Cochiera. That opens up the card, and that's not even a bad fight. Randy Costa, Tony Kelly. I mean, my friend, there is not, there is not one. Not one. There's not one fight on this card where I'm like... Yeah, that's like a fucking 17 and a 26, and they just need that to move some fucking rankings around and get some shit done. And it's probably gonna be like a fucking 15 minute just kind of slop fest. What? A, like there is not one that. Oh my! How since like beginning of August, dude, I just feel like the UFC has continued to outdo themselves weekend yeah. to weekend. Like weekend to weekend, it has just got better and better card by card. And I, it is blowing my mind, dude. Holy smokes! And I mean-
1: People, are people, are, a lot of people are—I don't know if "sick of" is the right word—but seeing these Amanda Nunes fights, which oh, I'm not. I mean, it, it's just a showcase every single time of how good she is, and it's so awesome, man. I just a- hope ju- any, I just hope Jules do something. I hope Jules can do something. World, any possible can do something. World that's a decent fight.
0: She's fucking sick. Juliet and Payne is sick, man. I don't know. She, she's good all within <laughs> just, her own right, but the, so, the lioness is just too damn good. Lioness, and and the man. problem, the problem is now too. If she hasn't fought she she was going to, but she got covid and the whole shit happened right. since she's been a mom and now right. granted, obviously it was by other means. It obviously didn't, whatever. Oh, no, no, yeah. No, oh, she's she's about once she's been, she's yeah. still Oh, she still has. So, yeah, either way, she's got fucking mom power. I forgot she still yeah. got pregnant and did the whole thing. I thought they had, like, somebody else do it for him I, st- I forgot she got whole pregnant. Yeah, yeah um So, she's got fucking mom power is what I'm trying yeah. to say. and She uh, looked yeah, amazing last time. Don't, 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 don't fuck around with a woman with mom power that is an athlete or a man that is an athlete that has dad power. um For some reason, y- y- you try and bet against him, and it just always crumbles in your face. I mean, she's shit, Carson Wentz, man. twenty-one to nothing. I mean, I know, I know it was the Houston Texans, but fuck, he's got dad power, <laughs> and he's shutting fucking teams out now. I don't know what but it is. As far is. as I, I asked that Amanda
1: Nunez question as far as like, what's the chances Pena, uh you know, puts up a fight? And your answer was just almost exactly how I always, every single Amanda Nunez fight, where like the girl she's fighting is like very talented, and but it's always like. Eh, She's good, but she's good, but it's the, but fucking, it's the lioness. fucking lioness. It's just like the bullet light work of
0: her. It's the lioness well, and the yeah. bullet. There's nobody. Mm-hmm. There's nobody, and and I don't know how closely you fought Maybe you didn't follow the UFC that closely back then, but like. That's how people used to talk about John Jones. Like, that's how fucking, like, when John Jones was fucking 18, 19, 20 years old coming into the UFC, that's how fucking people used to talk about him. And people forget that. Like, he's so fucking, he's he's still so young and like, ah, dude, like, he was that level of fighter. Like, Kamaru Usman is that level of fighter. You can look all up and down the fucking uh, welterweight division, period. Outside of Colby Covington, I don't see too many people that are giving him a fucking scrap. I just don't. I don't, and I gained so much respect, not that I already didn't have respect for Colby Covington, because that whole fucking charade, that's to sell tickets, I don't give a fuck what anybody wants, that that's to sell tickets, Colby Covington is a damn good dude, all that shit and the model, everything he fucking does, it, it, it is to sell tickets, I promise you that, he's a good fucking dude, you do not become a fighter and train at a prestigious gym like he does if you do not have the three pillars of discipline, attitude, and respect in the fight game, I can assure you of that, you don't get to the UFC if that happens, still, what I'm saying is I gained a fuckload of respect for him for going another 25 minutes 50 minutes of a round yeah. time octagon time shared with Kamaru Usman by any man is ungodly that's insane right. that's insane yeah. <laughs> Just say you did that almost an hour of octagon time with Kamaru Usman I mean I guess if you toss in the 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 formalities and the in the corner moments then yeah for sure but that, that's another guy who's like on that level there's just There's very few fighters that ever get to that level, I guess is what I'm saying, and instead of, let's bring it all full circle, instead of bitching, oh man, we gotta watch another Amanda Nunes fight and just absolutely fucking crush as a minus 900 favorite, How about you just be excited that you even get the opportunity to see somebody who is this damn dominant and realize that there's like four of those people on the entire UFC roster and maybe in all of MMA that when they're fighting... You stop everything and watch and know that they're going to win that fight, but you just want to see how the fuck... How dominant are they going to be this time? Right. Stop and enjoy it. Stop and smell the I roses, maybe. You know? <laughs> <Fuck>. yeah,
1: 100%. Kevin <laughs> Vera though. Vera, Vera, is she the one that might actually uh, sometime soon have the best challenge for Amanda Nunes?
0: Kellen Vieira is fucking sick, dude. She is sick. She's a brick shithouse, and that's why... That is why girls can't beat amanda because she is built like five brick shit houses yeah. in one she's insane when she goes up to 125 or whatever the, i think it's 125. when she goes up to 125 she's fucking stupid big like stupid big Her fucking they they don't even make fucking sports bras big enough to keep her fucking lats in the damn thing she's right. so big i mean she just comes out here Fuck, excuse me pardon me Right. you get part pardon, pardon me pardon me we're walking through i mean it's insane how big he gets <laughs> she gets or she gets she gets so fucking big and yeah i think so Ketlin might be one of the only chicks that can might be able to hold a candle to her, but it'll be a little while. She needs to make a couple yeah. of improvements. Eh, a couple of improvements, especially after that last fight. I mean, she looked good, but yeah. still a couple of improvements before you're fucking, yeah, she. mad. Mm. Yeah, because it's still in my mind, it's a, yeah, she's, she's really good, but. Right, mm. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, for sure. So good UFC cards. This is the last pay-per-view to close out the year. Um, Couple left. Get-
1: do we get Nganu Cyril Gan next? Is that the next pay per view? Yeah, that
0: I think that's like January twenty second, maybe, 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 maybe. I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm talking January twenty my... second. Yes, sir damn you you, you you a boy <laughs> hey I, hey look i just Ooh. i say you know it's real good when those moments happen and you claim yeah. to be a fucking ufc <laughs> expert so <laughs> that's, that's uh, good
1: a <laughs> little bit of a break next uh the, after this pay-per-view we get uh, uh derrick lewis and uh and Chris oh Daukis. yes
0: boy but that's the gonna night, be a scrap i don't really like want to watch that to be honest that. i don't want to watch that to be honest because I love Kyle so much, and I love fucking um, is that or Chris Dawkins? Chris is it, it is yeah, Chris. Yeah, Kyle's the middleweight. So, yeah, I love I love both Chris and Kyle, but Chris Dawkins I love so much, and I obviously love the Black Beast so much. I love the Black Beast so much. I follow him on Instagram, and just yeah. I I literally like every one of his fucking posts. He is so fucking funny. He's an he's a madman. I don't know if I would uh, for
1: anyone harder than him, honestly.
0: No, I I love Derek Lewis. I love Derek Lewis so much, and uh, I I don't say that about a whole a whole lot of yeah. men. I fucking I like what I like what he's about. He's a good <laughs> fucking dude, man. His fucking he's okay. If you don't follow him on Instagram, a must follow is Derek Lewis. The videos he puts out will make you die laughing. Sometimes it'll be like, what, did that really just happen? Like, what the fuck? But he always captures him. He's okay, like or she's okay. It's fucking <laughs> it's so perfect, and it's just if you know Derek Lewis, you know the Black Beast. You know, like. That is him. It's just, it's so yeah. great. Um, but yeah, we got heavyweight action will start to come up um, sometime middle of next year, quarter of the way through next year. We got Izzy Whitaker too. So we'll have mm. that some point in time. That'll be in Auckland. But again, it might not be till into next year. Who knows when really? fucking Auckland and Australia are going to open? Auckland and Australia mm. are still fucking I knew full that. lockdown. Yeah, so. I knew that. Who knows when those guys are going to open up? And that's where they want to fight it at. That's where they want to have it at. And so, I I don't know. Because, yeah, think about the views that thing will sell. You got two Aussies fighting in Australia or Auckland, wherever they decide to have it. New Zealand, whatever. And and, that's insane. That's insane. That that might be one of the big. And it's fucking Izzy and Whitaker, too. Like, that number one was already bananas. Like, sign me up. So, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see there. Uh, oh, shit. Tweeted it out yesterday, but, uh, Tyson Fury, Jake Paul off. That fucking blows. Tommy Fury? Or, yeah, Tommy Fury, Jake Paul <laughs> off. That blows. It, I mean, whatever, but you saw, <laughs> you say they replaced it already, though? Yeah, with, uh, with Tyron, Tyron, Tyron. Woodley, too. Yeah, Tyron, too. So, uh, I'm very interested to see what'll happen. I'm really interested. Um, because if Tyron comes out like he did in round 5, 6, and 7, he wins this fight. All he right. does. But he came out too slow too early. He's got he's to come out and he's got to give it to Jake. He has to. And he will win this fight. He will win too and we'll have a rubber match between these three guys. Mark my fucking words. But what I want you to take note of, my friend, regardless of how Tyron Woodley looks, there were no other calls made. What I want you to take note of is Hmm. Tyron Woodley was sitting on notice. Who knows? Who he's probably training. I do. I do agree with you. He was probably training, but he got that phone call and
1: he said, "Mm, "You know, (laughs)
0: that fifty fucking million looked pretty good. (laughs) I might go go another round here. Why the hell not?" And bingo, bango, zingo, zango. So if he loses, I got questions. I don't know. I'm just a little for sure. Mm, I say mm, we're heads. Mm, I say we're heads. Mm. I'm not saying I'm just saying, but also Tommy pulling out was a little little bit nonsense. I is- I'm starting to gain more and more respect for Jake. I already had plenty of respect respect for Jake from a businessman perspective from what he does. He says one word and masses move. I mean, you you have to have respect for that in the industry sure. we do. Period. Point blank period um but i just the being a former amateur fighter myself i just didn't have the respect for him there because i mean fuck you nate robinson i don't give a shit about you fighting fucking nate robinson you flatlined like okay great ben Askren. like everybody knows ben Askren's a fighter he got fucking flatlined he woke up smiling knew he just cut a fucking 20 million dollar paycheck and he's fucking out of the ring didn't even have to throw a punch and really didn't even get that fucked up um so i really had a lot of questions but then man he looked good against Tyron, and people could have say, okay, Tommy, Tommy was the fight. And maybe for the, bo- the pure boxing fans, Tommy was the fight. But if he goes in there for another full eight rounds, or maybe they even push it to 10 this time around, who knows? I think it's going to stick at eight, though. He goes in another eight rounds with Tyron Woodley. You got to start giving the kid some respect, because Tyron Woodley, I stop calling him a wrestler. He's not. He's a certified fucking killer. He might not be a boxer, but I highly ask you to just go over to youtube type in tyron woodley highlight ko reel and you will be sitting down for 15 minutes watching him plaster dudes foreheads all over the canvas he's a stone cold killer he didn't just win all of his fights and become ufc champion because he submitted a bunch of guys sure. he was knocking motherfuckers out and he still got that power and jake ate some of that power so once again i take it back bring it full circle kick it over to you partner Tyron's got to come out like he did in 5, 6, and 7, and if he does, I think he'll have Jake on his heels by 5, 6, and 7, and we see Tyron win this fight, then we get a rubber match.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think uh, he also or has Tyron. more more uh, boxing experience as far as A, being in the ring with the literal boxing match and now the training. Uh, yeah. it, I don't know. There, the way you said it made me have a handful more questions because... Now I, like, I, I, I think I probably said on the show, like, I have no interest in a Tommy Fury-Jake Paul fight. Like, is there any part of that as far as, like, the general masses just saying, fuck that, we don't care about this anymore? Because, like, now you kind of talking me into <sighs> actually wanting to watch this Woodley-Jake Paul fight a little bit, which I hate myself even more for saying that out loud. Yeah, because... <sighs> I they, I just haven't enjoyed a single one of them, really, if I'm being honest. But that yeah. Tyron Woodley one was the one I probably enjoyed the most. I don't know, yeah. man. I mean, it was technical. Cool. More interest now. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I I think I do too, and I think they know that. I think they know that that Tyron is a very 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 aggressive opponent, an opponent that could easily fuck Jacob. Like it's not it's not a game with that, but. Yeah, I'm a little bit bummed it wasn't any Tommy. I wasn't really super in, interested in it. I mean, what the hell ever. Because like, if nice. Tommy got his face plastered against a fucking canvas, then the whole Gypsy King fucking family needs to just yeah. disappear off the face of the fucking planet. Fuck Tyson might not even fight ever again if that would have happened. So maybe some things were fucking happening. They were like, oh, this boy might not yeah. be as <laughs> shitty as yeah. we think. and Because uh, he had like a cough or something, and then he had some broken ribs too on a second call. Tommy? Yeah, and then some other shit ha- like it was all about it it sounded like a whole bunch of hogwash, if you ask me, mm-hmm. but what the hell do I know? I um know. either way, yeah, no Jake and Tommy, but we got Jake and Tyron. So there you go. There you have it. Uh holy shit, time got away from me, partner. Thirty six <laughs> minutes after the uh, top of the hour. So great, great little conversation there with you. Um, anything else? You got any late breaking news before I dish out some motivation minutes? We get out of here.
1: Doesn't appear so. Go ahead and uh, send it on home.
0: All right, my friend. Well, without further ado, let me make sure I'm all set over here. Sure enough. Okay. Without further ado, last segment of the day, my motivation minutes. All right, my friends. Now, if you're here for the beginning of the show, you watched the beginning of the show, you heard me uh, say that today's message was entitled, Be Like a Pencil. Be Like a Pencil. And maybe you've been festering on that. Maybe you've been uh, in that rabbit hole for a little while. I told my partner this on Monday or uh, Sunday or Monday, either one. And uh, Must I, know, Monday. I know he's kind of been uh, thinking, oh, I'm being like a fucking pencil. What the fuck? I got to be a pencil for. So, as I was kind of thinking about how to tee this up here today and talk about it, and and it really, again, this one hit me smack square in the chest, and I can't take full credit for it. Um, it's actually uh, where I got a, a few of these in the past, but um, another one that I'll bring to the show here soon. But I got to kind of thinking about it, and this <laughs> this funny image popped up in my head um, of of sharpening a pencil. And maybe if you're a highbrow thinker, you can already kind of get where I'm going with this, but... First things first, let me just preface this by saying, isn't it great that, or, or maybe it's a good thing rather, that pencils aren't adamant objects, that they're inanimate objects, that we can't hear how they feel being sharpened, you know? Sure. Because maybe right. it's just fucking stick a pencil and sharpen it, it's just, <laughs> and then you fucking take them out and you can fucking use sure. them. Could you imagine? Like, sure. You know? it probably hurts like a son of a bitch to have your tip I sharpened I don't know I don't know who I am I, I'm just a human being I never been <laughs> stuck in the end of a, a pencil sharpener but I just I just have this this vision if if pencils were living breathing beings and had uh, legs and, and uh, arms attached to them and we had to sharpen them every time that they probably fucking hate that <laughs> and it would just be it's kind of a cartoon that came into my head so where am I going with this what the fuck am I talking about what the hell's <laughs> happening here so you think about that be like a pencil and sharpening a pencil. So, how does a pencil become useful? By sharpening it. Okay, so the only way a pencil can be utilized is in order to sharpen it to a fine point so it can be properly used in its fashion and then whittle down a little bit, whittle down a little bit, and then Oh, we got uh, another piece of paper that we have to write on, so we got to go back and sharpen some more a little bit, and come on back, and we'll resharpen. We're we're refined on our point, and we're ready to write again. So maybe, again, if you're a highbrow thinker, you know where I'm going with this, but be like a pencil. And maybe it's a good thing (laughs) that we can't hear uh, what it feels to a pencil being sharpened, but maybe we can draw a little bit more from that Than we realize maybe we know what it feels like to be sharpened. Maybe the trials, the tribulations, the obstacles, everything that stands in your path from you to your goal in your life, all that stuff is just you being sharpened. You're the pencil writing your story day in and day out And in order to be utilized most effectively, wherever you're going, whatever paper you're about to start writing on next, you have to get sharpened first. And I'll be a son of a bitch if that sharpening process ain't painful. So again, it's probably great we can't hear pencils uh, scream every time they gotta have their asses sharpened in order to be utilized again. So maybe the next time you're going through that adversity think about being like a pencil maybe have that little laugh that mental image of a, a pencil getting his ass sharpened in order to to achieve writing on that next piece of paper and write on your next piece of paper realize that you're just being sharpened too and it may hurt like a son of a bitch right now and it may not you may be Aah! you may be screaming like that it may suck like a son of a bitch and most most times it does But when one door closes, another door opens, and sometimes it's just hell in the hallway, you're just being sharpened in the hallway right now. And eventually, you'll be able to write that next page at that next door. I promise. So today, my friends, be like a pencil. Embrace being sharpened in order to be utilized to your full potential. And that does it for my Motivation Minutes of the day. I love it, my man.
1: I love it quite a bit. Uh, yeah, you had me, uh, yeah, you had me on uh, pins and needles. I didn't know where you are going with it. Really thought you were leading us astray as far as the uh, the uh, <laughs> picture in my head of a pencil being and I was like, where the fuck is
0: it? So <laughs> I wanted to start it to you make fucking it even more. You man. I like it. I like it a lot. I appreciate it. I, uh, that's not how it was actually teed up at all. Um, so I, I kind of just came up with all that on, on uh, where it was Love from. It. But, but the general message was, uh, yeah, be like a pencil. And, uh, and, and that, that final closing thought, maybe that'll be my quote. Be like a pencil. Uh, embrace being sharpened so you can be uh, utilized most effectively in your life. I think that's sure. what I said. I don't know. Maybe sure. we'll have a new Colton, Kevin Colt, Soroka quote. Who knows? But what I do know is that officially does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Bit of a longer one here today. Goodness gracious! I don't uh, know why we got so windy. Maybe it was just the birthday vibes flowing. Who knows?
1: Well, I tried to, uh, you know, we got a little too windy and some UFC talk, but Ah, it's your birthday, so uh, Ah! we have it any other way. Hey,
0: hey, hey! And who the fuck's gonna fire us? Nobody. (laughs) <laughs> nobody Not me. Not me. <laughs> yeah i ain't firing you so hey good luck <laughs> somebody come and try we, we can we keep going we keep going for the next four hours who cares yeah. we, we go all the way until Just the college basketball break. slate starts at down, six cook. hey yeah let me go piss i'll be right back you keep talking you keep moving hey everything in between who knows maybe maybe we have a 24-hour ttl pod marathon here one of these days who the fuck knows episode 200's happened. coming up Wow! I don't know if I want wow. to do 24 Wow! 23, no, oh, 23, dude. It's 20. It's literally would be 24 days away. 24 hours yesterday. 24 hour marathon, but it's 23. We 20, do 23 hour marathon. <laughs> oh, that would be insane. That would be absolutely insane. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, episode 200 is coming around the corner. Okay, enough. Another fucking rabbit hole. There we go. I digress for the final time today. This beautiful December 7th, 2021. My friend, to my left, as always, thank you for your insights, your analysis, uh, your thoughts, and you as a human being, as per usual. My friends on the opposite side of Tay Camera. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates gamblers, far and wide. For myself and Mags. Thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 177 of the TTL Pod on this gorgeous Tuesday of Bets, also known as, once again, so you don't have to check your calendar for the final time, December the 7th of the year 2021. We cannot thank you enough from the bottom of our hearts for all of your support, your following, your likes, your follows, your shares, your comments, everything in between. It means the world to us and only allows us to help growing, or help keep growing, or allows us to keep growing, rather. I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say there. Help gr- keep growing, TTL Sports <laughs> Media. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you is what I'm trying to say in all actuality. Last but certainly not least, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Tuesday, unless you have any other plans. And as per usual, hey, partner, let's cash some tickets.